Monsters disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Good Wednesday. Good Wednesday morning. I just sent that to you, Spencer. I just sent that thing a uh, uh, little bit, just a little bit distracted here by uh, just had a thought that sometimes it's the Holy Spirit, sometimes it's not the Holy Spirit, but just, just had a thought. Welcome, uh, welcome, to Coach Dave Live. Everything that's going on. Uh, I want to start out just this morning. Uh, evil's real, folks. Evil is real. And I was, I was pondering this morning. I, I'm going to lead, lead you a little bit here to the. Uh, Talk just a brief. I don't make the whole show about the the shooting down in in Texas, although it's certainly a tragedy and very real. And it, it's almost like it's on cue, though, isn't it? Almost like it's on cue. And uh, so I was I was pondering this today from a, a Christian perspective, a non Christian perspective. Say what, whatever you want to call it. You know, you don't have to look very far, my friends, to find proof that evil's real. It's it's. It's everywhere you look. And we can say whatever we want to. We can take whatever theological position we want to on the end times. And, you know, things are going to wax worse and worse. And I was even dug out today, Russ Gizdar's book, Expelling the Darkness. I don't know if you have this book. I don't know if you're able to get it. The subtitle is Engaging Non-Human Entities Now and in the End of Days. And uh, God, miss Russ. His website's still up, shatterthedarkness.net. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but I, I want to <clears throat> I want to share some things with you that I think that yeah, there's there's his website up there, Shadow of the Darkness. And I didn't really check it this morning. I think uh, I, I would imagine most of those links are still alive. You know, all his teachings and all that stuff I think is still there. And I would just encourage all of you to <clears throat> to educate yourself. Hey Spencer, click on one of those things. See if it's going to work. Just click on anything. I think I think there's most of those links are still there. But it's like everything else. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink, right? And so we, we can talk. Yeah, see, I don't know if all the stuff is So we can lead a horse to water, we can't make him drink. And we can come on here for an hour a day, and we can talk about various things. But there are some of these things that you're just going to have to do, you're just going to have to do some homework on. And I'll be honest with you, some of the things I, I, bring, I bring to you, I'm, I'm in the midst of doing research. I, I, don't, I don't know the whole thing. I do, I do know this, for instance. It's only been in the last uh, couple of years. I've really begun to dig into the depth of the Masonic roots. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. And uh, you think about, uh, uh, think, think about where we are today. Yesterday, yesterday's show, today's show, where are we in this spiritual war? And if we really are truly, if the Bible teaches that we are, in fact, in a spiritual war, why is it that we're not trained to be at war? Why is it when you go into the average church, the average American church, 
they even talk about spiritual warfare at all. The, their discussion is about your finances and your children misbehaving and uh, problems at work. And we, we think, see, we think little aggravations of life, the, uh, the actual consequences of unsaved people causing us irritations, we think that's spiritual warfare. But folks, the spiritual war that's going on is of a magnitude so large that we can't even conceive of it. That it is a battle, literally a spiritual battle for the soul, the control, the dominion of a universe. Amen. It's more about, it's more about just me and you. And I was, I, I was prompted this morning, I was doing some searching to talk. I, I'm sorry, I'll turn that off. Turn that down. I'll get, I'll get you in a second, Stephanie. And I thought, you know, it it isn't hard. It isn't hard to find proof that evil exists. In heart. Now, as we talked about yesterday, they've they've changed the definition of good or kingdom or Christianity. They changed the, they've changed the very essence of what Christianity is all about. And for the most part in our churches, they never train you or raise you or teach you that you were birthed onto a battlefield, friends. You were birthed onto a battlefield, seed of the serpent against the seed of the woman. We have so many years, who knows how many years it is that we, that we pass through this, uh, this world, this universe, this whatever it is that we're in. And then you know this, right? We all leave. Where do we go? Do we go anywhere? Do we just, do we just go into the dirt? Is that it? All my life experiences and all my knowledge and all the, all the knowledge that Rust Isdar had, is it just nowhere now? Where is it? It's just gone into the grave and rotten in the grave. And if you were to go back at the end of your life, I sit here at 70 years old. I, I don't think I'm at the end of my life yet, although I'm ready anytime the Lord makes that decision. And I look back over, I'm, I'm talking to all of you out there now. <clears throat> when it really, really gets down to it, what's the most significant thing you've ever done in your life? You ever thought about that? What's the most significant thing that you've ever done? When I think about movie stars and athletes and how we so put them on a pedestal, glorify them, singers, dancers, strippers, you know, they become famous in this world. And there isn't anything that they do is healthy or righteous, not really. Not any. At the end of at the end of the world, at the end of his life, what was Mickey Mantle? What was he really? Just another dead guy who hit 535 home runs, most home runs ever hit by a switch hitter in major league history. Who was he? Who was he? What was his life all about? Was he put here on this earth to entertain people by hitting home runs? Really? LeBron James, king of the world, whatever they call him, uh, the king at, how old is he, 36 years old? You mean to tell me you're, you're at 36 years old and you're at the apex of your life? Really? Your whole life, the rest of your life, people want to talk to you about what you did from the age of 19 to the age of 40? Really? The insignificance of dribbling a basketball? 
winning championships and scoring titles? Really? Is there something bigger going on? Did the Lord really all just put us here to live our life or were we put here to be soldiers in this spiritual war that's raging around about us? I'm thinking today is that, you know, uh, that guy that wished, what I'm going to talk about a little bit, the guy that went in there and killed all those people down there in Texas. That's pure evil, isn't it? Oh, wait a minute. Let me back up a minute. Why is it pure evil? Is it just pure evil because somewhere somewhere along the line, somebody said that's that's wrong? What makes the murder of one person wrong? What makes the murder of a little baby wrong? Why is the murder of 13 people worse than the murder of one? And who determines it? And who determines whether the death of another person was justifiable, the degree of the murder? Who comes up with all those things? Well, we know very clearly the Bible teaches this, right? Teaches us all these things. All these moral standards and platitudes that we stand upon, they all come out of the Bible, friends. They all of them do. And yeah, other religions may have have some of take some of the same ideas. Yeah, they may dress them up and be part of theirs, but you know, you can you can be a what do they call it? You can have more than one wife in Islam. Basically, we're there in America too, aren't we? We just call it sleeping around, shacking up. And if you really think about the idea of a man and a woman, a husband and a wife, it's really supposed to be one man, one woman forever, forever. And any type of sexual activity outside that bond of a marriage is fornication. We don't even look at that anymore. Fornication leads to what? Leads to abortion. So whether we can understand it or not, there isn't, really isn't a battle or fight over right and wrong. Not, not a fight over there. Is there right and is there wrong? It fights over what's right and what's wrong. Who says? Who makes that determination? The scripture tells us that can two walk together lest they agree? How can I, how can I be an American citizen alongside of somebody who wants to murder babies? How, how, can, how can that be? How can, how can we justify that? And by the way, if life is no meaning, if you're just part of pond scum that's evolved into a human being through monkeys or whatever, then what makes murder wrong? What makes it wrong for this dude to walk in and kill 15 people? What, why is it wrong? Why does everybody get outraged? Joe Biden, those guys, they stand up and scream and holler, oh, we got to do something about guns. We got to do something about, well, we got to do something about jabs, don't we? <laughs> we got to do something about jabs. We got to do something, we got to do something about abortions. We got to do something about pharmacia. We got to do something about cancer. Who gets to determine for us right and wrong and which right is going to be supported and which wrong isn't? Because right and wrong is not an opinion, is it? It isn't an opinion. So before I bring Myra in pray, I want to I want to flood you this morning with some script, scriptures. Um, Paul Bible versus Spencer. I was kind of amazed. I did a little bit of a search this morning. There's a killer. I'll get to that in a second. It just says Bible verses. Yeah, uh, you may have to make them larger, Spencer. I went. I just went into spiritual. I went into how many times 
the Bible spoke about spiritual warfare. So just bear with me a second. It's up on the screen. It says in Ephesians that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Pardon me a second. What in the Hades does that mean? I mean, really, when you get right down to it, what does that mean? Rulers of the darkness of this world? There are rulers of the darkness of this world? Are they teaching you that in your Presbyterian church? We're wrestling against them. We're wrestling against, folks, they say, listen, it's not, he says it's not flesh and blood, but there's a wrestling match going on for sure. He tells us in Ephesians, put on the whole armor of God. She might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. What? Wiles of the devil? You mean I got to put on armor? Are they teaching this this in your Baptist church? Peter says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary. What? The heck are you talking about? My adversary, the devil? As a roaring lion. He in the roaring lion. He's acting like one. Walks about seeking whom he may devour. You mean to tell me I got an adversary out there looking to devour me? How come they're not telling me that in my Lutheran church? Says James, submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. What? The devil will flee from me? There's a devil? Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you might be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, the evil day, what does that mean, the evil day? Is that, what, is that, is that the day my daughter comes home and tell me, tells me she's pregnant? Is that the evil day? Is that the day that I live? Is that really what he's talking about? Something as simplistic as that? It says in Deuteronomy, the Lord shall cause your enemy. What? My enemies? Folks, this stuff's all through the Bible. Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and you're going to kick their butt seven ways. That's what it says. Who are we talking about here? What are we talking Why are we shocked when somebody walks into school and kills people? You teach kids they came from monkeys. Life has no meaning. If it feels good, do it. You're not even a man. You're not even a woman. You're whatever you want to be. And so he decided yesterday he wanted to be a murderer. Who am I to judge? Behold, it says in Luke, I gave you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. Serpents and scorpions. What that? What the double hockey sticks does that mean? You mean I'm going to walk outside my house? I'm going, I ain't never seen a scorpion in my life that I know of. Serpents, I've seen some serpents. Folks, he ain't talking about in the natural. But they're talking about doing something supernaturally in the natural. Give me the power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. By the way, what is that power that the enemy has? Because he has some. For the weapons of our warfare. What? Weapons? War? Huh? But they're not talking to you about that in your evangelifish, hyper-charismatic church. For the weapons of your warfare, and they're not carnal, dude. 
but you got a hold of something pretty mighty. And they're pulling down strongholds. What stronghold? What are those, Pastor? What's a stronghold? Second Corinthians says, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Yeah, he comes as he comes as Fauci trying to save you. He comes as masks. He comes as social distancing and pharmacia and jazz. Wearing white coats, making himself look white light. For the God of this, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from him that walk uprightly. You mean there's an upright way to walk? How come they're not telling me about that in my uh, uh, Episcopalian church? For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. What does that, what does that mean, overcome the world? And this is the victory. Well, victory? This is the victory that overcomes the world? Yeah, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Overcome the world? Matthew, very, very, I say unto you, whosoever, whatsoever you bind on, bind. You mean call the cops and have him come and put him in a paddy wagon? Put handcuffs on him? That's what they do? Whatsoever? I thought we wrestled not against flesh and blood. Why would I, why would I bind him? Whatsoever you bind shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on it shall be loosed in heaven. What? Didn't know you were a lion tamer, did you? And again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth as touching anything that, that they shall ask, it shall be done for them by my Father which is in heaven. Any two people agreeing on any one thing. We can't even get the churches to agree on nothing. For two or three are gathered in my name, I'm right there in the middle of them. Put on the whole armor of God. So you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. What? Pardon me. Am I wrestling a ghost? The only thing I know to wrestle is flesh and blood. He said, no, no, you're not wrestling flesh and blood. You're against principalities. What? When's the last time they talked about that in your Catholic church? against powers, against the ruler. There are rulers of darkness of this world? Are you kidding me? What? Against spiritual wickedness in high places? Does that mean they're tall? For though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down the strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high and lofty thing exalts against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of God. Did they teach you to do that? Are we, do we have to do we understand that that's the way we win the war? They understand that's how we win the war, even our faith. So we're at war. We're at war. And I just thought I would remind you of that today. Myra, get ready. I'm going to have you come in here and pray. I'm going to take you. I'm going to show you some stuff. A lot of you haven't seen. I encourage you again, go to shatterthedarkness.net. Russ Dizdar lays God miss Russ. Russ lays all that stuff out. Lays it all out. Engaging non-human entities. 
And Mark Trump, can anybody say uh, energy weapons, vibrations, mind control, uh, chips put in your body, uh, carbon, huh? I've been talking to you about that in your... Oh, man, Coach. Well, it just makes it easier to control the people who are in the non-decision area. You know, that helps them influence us remotely. That's right. Because the truth is most of the guys in the pulpit are powerless against these forces. They're powerless against them because they don't believe in them. They don't really believe them. And these signs shall follow those that believe in my name. They shall cast out the devils. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They shall take up serpents and it shall not harm them. They shall drink deadly drinks and it shall not. We're living, we're living such a mundane Christian existence in the midst of the greatest battle the world has ever seen. Amen. Culminating right in front of us right now. And the average church has no conception of what's going on. Amen, Coach. Amen, Coach. Pray us in real quickly, Myra. Myra, just just pick one of the verses and just read one of the verses and then pray us in. I I sure will. Okay. Um, Good morning, Huddle. How are we doing? So we read in um, Acts 4.12, Neither is there salvation in any other for there is one other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Saved from what? Saved from what? Go ahead. I unleash resurrection power, love, and joy to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. So let me come in the back door here a minute, okay? Go ahead, Clay. I'll let you come on in while, I get, while I'm getting. Uh, hey, folks, I'll do scripture something. The scriptures, they're all throughout the Bible. We're in a freaking war. We're playing patty cake. We're in a war. It's going to intensify. According to Ross, it's going to intensify. Super soldiers, SRAs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't heard about that either, huh? In your uh, Church of God, they didn't told you that one, about that? Said, oh, well, that's just kind of just kind of out there. Not really real. Not really for our time. Yeah, yeah. And everybody out there you run into thinks the world's getting worse and it's going to wind down to some kind of end and they don't even freaking realize they're in the middle of it. <laughs> they don't even realize. What? What? Well, get me out of here. Must, must be time for the bus to ride. You ready to go? Go ahead. Yeah, I want, you, you hit on something that touched my heart this morning. You said, talking about athletes and what, what, what are you here for? And, uh, I got a box in the basement that's full of athletic awards. Some of them are pretty prominent. At one time, I was nominated for the United States Sports Academy Athlete of the Year Award. I didn't win it. But the other day, I lost my uh, camouflage cross hat, my first Coach Dave hat that's been all over the place with us. And I, I looked, I mean, I was, I, was shot, I was worried. I thought I might have left it in a hotel room somewhere. And that hat means more to me than any award that I ever got. <laughs> and those are awards, Coach. Those are awards. They're not rewards. 
that's the thing. They're not rewards. We got to get our rewards in heaven. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so this team right here, you get on this team, it means something. And, and, and those things that those memories will carry you all the way to the grave. Those other sporting awards are just sitting in the basement with dust on. Amen. And, and they ain't nothing as I said, they ain't nothing. So Clay, you, you, you inspired me to pull up, uh, Email from Glenn. Pull this up. This is not from our. It's not from uh, Glenn uh, here in Ohio. It's from another Glenn. By the way, just I didn't. I didn't ask to use his name. That's why you know, he wouldn't care. I'm sure he just posted a, his first article at newsrefuse.com. You can go there and read it. He's listening, regular listener. And I, he sent me this email. I said, Glenn, can I can I share this? And he said, Sure. So he's listening to the show, right? He's been listening to the show and saying, get out there and go talk to your pastor and get your pastor involved. And here was what Glenn said. He said, I had a meeting today with the senior pastor of the First Baptist Church in Arlington, Texas. I was delayed 30 minutes beyond my appointment, so I had an opportunity to talk with his staff and a few of the secretaries. And then I had about 45 minutes with the pastor. I'll cut to the chase. We had a conversation about church, and I asked questions. He was very guarded. I bet he was, Glenn. After my conversation, I came home and asked the Lord to help me. Help the Lord help me understand what I just went through for 45 minutes. The word guarded. I'm sorry. The, the word that came to me was stupor. Stupor. He and his staff were aware of their responsibility to the Great Commission, but had no understanding and no awareness of their spiritual responsibility to the culture. All were oblivious to getting outside of the church, building and taking a stand against those who were destroying our nation. Folks, they were oblivious to it. It had never entered their mind. This pastor and his staff's senses are dull, and an apathy that is beyond belief. I can't say I'm surprised. By the way, the Bible says that the Lord himself, because they rejected the truth, the Lord would send a strong delusion, a stupor, Glenn. Pastor promised another visit. He might like not like my next conversation with him. Great show this morning. You were on fire as usual. It's refreshing to see citizens still committed to standing against the evil overtaking this nation and sharing their revelations from the Lord. Blessings. Amen, Glenn. Folks, that's what, that's what most of you are facing, right? There's a stupor. What a great word. A stupor. Amen. Oh, 15 more dead? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Must be those video games. Grab the guns! Grab the guns! So in other words, if they grab the guns, then you won't have a gun to defend yourself. Wouldn't make sense, would it, to put armed guards in the school, <laughs> never enter their mind to do that. Wouldn't make sense to them, would them to teach that there's good and evil, that there is good and evil, teach the children that they're, that uh, some things are right and some things are wrong, that you can't just do something because you feel that way. That, that might be a good place to start, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be a good place to start? But see, I'm a little bit more suspicious than what most of you are. I think this is all part of a planned, a planned plan, a planned plan. 
chaos after chaos after chaos after chaos. We go from vaccines to Ukraine to this monkeypox to now they're killing kids. Chaos! Yes. And I don't want to besmirch or belittle anything that happened to anybody down there in in Texas that was killed down there. I'd ask this question. Why the hell would you ever put your kid in a public school? They are sitting ducks. Boom. Now, there may have been 12 little kids that were killed yesterday. I wonder how many little kids have had their souls destroyed in those government schools. You don't have to say amen. That's okay. We don't care about that, right? We just care about when one of the classmates comes in. or Some guy comes in and blows everybody away. Then we got to grab the guns. We want to grab their minds. We don't want to reclaim that. Pull the picture of that murderer up. Pull it up here real quick. This is on Facebook. It's cross-dresser. Tranny. Who knows? That's why you're not hearing much about it. See, he's not some cross-hat-wearing Christian. Yeah, that's him. It's him. An emissary of the devil. That's what that guy is right there. What happened to him to make him do that? Well, we just read about it, didn't we? And we just read about that spiritual infusion, that dark infusion into this guy. He doesn't even know what it is. The teachers don't know what it is. The pastors don't know what it is. I said, blame the devil. They blame the devil. Well, really? Okay, hang on a minute. Hang on. I'm on a roll. Stay with me. Where is it? I know I sent it to you. No, daggone it. Did I not? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, don't tell me. Yes, I did. Go to stuff. I'm sorry. Now I get my brain working here. Go to stuff. Go to number six. Go to number six on stuff. Been here before, boys and girls. Been here before. I don't know the situation in Texas. I don't know. Just want to. I want to refresh in your memory here, if I can. MK Ultra mass murders. Russ Desdar talks about that a lot. The Black Awakening. The the depth of darkness that's going to come come out in these days. And so I found this website here, just going down a little bit. Just kind of refresh your memory here. We've been here before, friends. Part of it's from the MK Ultra Project. If you don't know that, Google it. I'm not going to take time to go there. Get Russ's book. Keep on going. Hey, remember Stephen Paddock? Remember him, the Las Vegas shooter? Paddock slaughtered 59 people, injured hundreds. Remember that shooting out of Mandalay Bay? Remember James Holmes, the Batman shooter? Holmes was charged with multiple counts of murder for shooting 12 people, injuring seven others during Batman in Colorado in 2012. How about Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber? Remember him? Sirhan Sirhan, who they said killed Bobby Kennedy and has no recollection of it. Super soldiers, Russ Isdard would tell us. Charles Manson. Hmm. Uh, keep going. How about that guy, the Navy Yard shooter? We don't even know their name. He only killed 12 people. We've been here before. Nicholas Cruz. How about old Nick Cruz? Yeah, Nicholas Cruz. What would make him do that? And every time, what do they do? Cry for guns. Cry for guns. Get those guns. Got to get those guns. And get those guns. 
Black awakening. It's around. I'm not trying to scare everybody. Huh? I'm, I, li, listen. How easy would it, this is just another one. This is coming, I'm sure. Coming into churches and going into Sunday schools and shooting kids. What kind of security do you have at your church? Guy walks in the back with it. AR, how many of you are dead before anybody gets out of their seat? And the Bible tells us that there are things, men's heart's going to be failing them for fear for the things that are coming upon the earth. Let's go back to that one. That was a good one. I'm going to, I'm going to open it up here. You had to put, the, put Mike Adams back up there. This is, that was it, yeah. That was written in 2013. Every mass shooter over the last 20 years had one thing in common. It's not guns. Anybody know what it is? Scroll on down. Every one of them. Psychiatric drugs, pharmacia. But now the pharmacia, the 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 mind numbing drugs, coming right out of that, hypnotizing us. Yes. I'm reading what Stephanie wrote me. Stephanie recommends the book. I do too. I got a few copies if you're interested. Russ gave me, gave me some copies. Come on in, Jeff. Coach, as you shared all these scriptures this morning and situations, I'll just share this and not to say anything we're better than anybody else, but last night we had 29 people sitting in that garage. And Pastor Bill went through some of these same scriptures. And this was the topic he was on. He was hammering it. So at the end, I stood up. And these people in this garage, they're coming to the school boarding with me. They're going to the public square. These people are getting active. And I sent Pastor Bill a message last night when I got home. It's about 1030. I said, another great night. Thank you for another great message. He's training these people up to be warriors. He said, thanks, brother. I'm grateful to be a, a part of the church in the garage. God is doing a great work. I'll plan on going to coach's event. And that's what I explained to him. Here we are, people. What are we going to do? So they're raising hands. They want to go to coach's meeting on Sunday night. They're ready to go. But we just got in our communities, find little groups like this. Jeff, Jeff, here's the thing. See, folks, this is the mindset we have to get beyond. And I don't mean this to be critical of anybody, okay? We have to, folks, we have to learn to work outside our regular church group. We, we have to put together an all-star team, right? Praise God for what they're doing at the church in the garage and what they're doing at New Beginnings Church in Warsaw, Ohio. Praise the Lord. Are they willing? Are we willing? Are you willing to partner with somebody from a different church? We, we, can't, we can't continue to fight this battle denominationally or churchly or however. We can't do that. Look at the devil's team, how organized they are. Amen. That's why we brought that second pastor in that from another church. He's doing every other Tuesday, and he's coming along. He's ready to get outside the four walls. So we're going to drag him down to sky high, too. It's amazing. A used car salesman has to do that, isn't it? Good work, Jeff. Good work, man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, I, had, I had a thought. Uh, I want to show this. It's my show, so I get I get time to do this, okay? 
Hey, pull up number 13, then Debbie, after you come out of number 13, we'll come to you then. Debbie and Jerry, Jerry Elson. Um, play number 13. I wish, it, I wish this was funny. I wish this was funny. This is four minutes. Public educated children. Trying to, trying, to, trying to explain to them what we just read. Trying to explain to them storming Omaha Beach, Iwo Jima, the rice paddies of Vietnam. Trying to explain it to them. Watch this. Go ahead. Do you know when the U.S. was founded? No. Take a guess. Around when? Probably like, I don't know, like 1901? Yes. Very good. It is? It was close around there, but I'll give it to you. Who fought in the Civil War? I don't know. Do you know how many continents there are? No. How many states make up the United States? How many states make? Dude. I know this. You know this. I, I do. That's crazy. I don't want to do this. Say a number. Say a number. I don't know. No, you, you do me, know this. You, me, you, you do know this. Do you know who the president is right now? Joe Biden. Do you know who the vice president is right now? <laughs> the black lady. <laughs> what was the question? How many states in the United States? Yeah. It's 29, I guess. 29? I guess. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. You got. It. You know how many states make up the United States? 50. You know what the capital is? Of? United States. Harrisburg? Oh, is there a capital in the U.S.? Who fought in the Civil War? In the Civil War? Wasn't it... What's his name? Kennedy? Kennedy? Yeah, Kennedy against who? Um... I don't... Do you know what the capital of the United States is? Um, no. You know what three times three times three is? <laughs> no. Yes, you do, man. Take a guess. <laughs> can I think? Can I think about it? Yeah, go ahead. How many make up one dozen? How many make up one how dozen? Many how many what? Like how many eggs are in one dozen? Ten. How long is one decade? One decade. No idea. Do you know who the president was before Trump? Who's the president of the United States? Biden. Who's the vice president? Uh, I do not know. I do not. The current vice president. I know who it is, but I can't guess his name. Do you know what three times three times three is? <laughs> no, you know it. You know it. Is it I? No, no, no. Is it? No. You tell me. <laughs> Dude, you got me doing math and I'm stuck as like. What country is Mount Rushmore in? Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Japan? No, that's not right. You're close. Um. Tokyo? Yes. Do you know what year the U.S. was uh, established? 18 something? No. Yes. What year did the U.S. gain their independence? What year was the U.S. founded? Let's say that. Oh, man. I don't even know. Around when? Take a guess. <laughs> it ends with a 72. What's the first two? 1472? Yes. How many are in one dozen? How many are in one? How many what? Are in a dozen. Let's say Eggs. Ten? What's three times three times three? 
get down to nine. Yes. How many states make up the United States of America? Oh my God, I don't know actually. Uh, I don't know, 16. How many? I don't know, 16, 13. 16 or 13, you're close. Right in the middle. 14? No, 15. <laughs> yes. Do you know who the president was before Trump? Obama. It's my man. It's your man's? Do you know who the president was before Trump? Of course not. I don't really look into presidents. <laughs> I truly do not like feed into or listen to presidents at all. I'm like a spiritual person, so I'm really like on my own path. But I am trying to better humanity, though. What is this for? Uh, yeah, TikTok. TikTok, yeah. I'm no. almost at a uh, half a million. Oh, awesome. Good job. Thanks. I'm starting the YouTube today, too. Good. I bet everyone of know what a transgender is. I bet everyone uh, knows their pronouns, right? Wow. We're in, we're in a mess. Debbie, come on in. Wow. There's a couple of things. I'm going to send you a video of a young man named Jason Owens, who is a past young pastor that's on fire at this church I used to go to, who is actually doing things and actually setting up sort of these little ministry encounters at the Starbucks, at Chick-fil-A. They sit and they play Scrabble and invite people in, and people have been saved. Young people have come to the Lord. I mean, this he's on fire. I'll send you his video. The second thing is, is in Uvalde, when we look at, you know, you say, in a way, why are these kids in school? This is a blue-collar town. If you look at the families of these children that are shot, these are Hispanic, Mexican families yep. who are blue-collar, who are just trying to make it to the grocery store and yep. pay their yep. truck bill. They have yep. no clue what's going on other than what's in their immediate area. It makes it even more tragic, if, if that can be true, that it's picking on a population that knows nothing. They're just trying to make it from day to day. Amen. Amen. As many of them, by the way, huh? Bless you. Jerry, come on in. And Joe. You gotta unmute yourself, Jerry. Go ahead, Joe, while Jerry figures it out. Go ahead. I just got a call uh, from Fabulous Member. <clears throat> 87-year-old veteran, two wars, fought for his country. That the and you, you see the remnant of it. What you just showed. He he took his own life because he couldn't stand it anymore because he had Parkinson's. Hmm. But he he did his life, you know, in, in the military, for for this kind of outcome that you just showed there on t on on the show. That's right. That's yeah. right. You know, see, the, the, but because we don't, tra- we don't train, we don't train, we don't raise our children, we don't raise Americans with a purpose for their life. The purpose for their life is all about them. It's all about them. He couldn't care less about anything going on around them. Jerry, you want to try to come in now? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, Gene. Go ahead, Gene. Yeah, I think you hit upon it a little bit ago. But have you ever been to an entertainment where they? call people on the stage and this guy hypnotizes people yeah yes and he goes and he tells them what they're going to do and then when he tells them to go sit down there's going to be one particular person that stands up and does something that he doesn't even realize he's doing who's to say all these people that have been done these mass murders has always been to some psychiatrist how do you don't know that they wasn't hypnotized a week before 
and said, okay, on Tuesday, you're going to go and grab a gun and you're going to kill your grandma and then you're going to go to a grade school building. MK Dar said programmed super soldiers. By the, mil- by the millions, Rustizdar said. By the millions they are out there. Things coming up on the earth. Men's hearts are going to fail them for fear. Folks, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Sorry. So, so that's the way I see it. I feel you, Mark. Come on in. Oh, I just wanted to mention the Chicago killings are off the hook. You know, 60 a day. We've had uh, close to 300 since January, and no one's no one's publicizing that. So whenever they publicize a shooting, there's plenty for them to publicize. State yeah. society. I mean, that's all part of it. And and I'm telling mm-hmm. you, this Russ Isdar thing, he's maybe going to be more powerful because everyone's seeing what he what he talked about coach i'm so glad you're bringing that back Amen, boys. and um yeah. what a what a what a what a warrior we lost but i'm thinking is he more powerful now so and stuff still there. everything he produced is still out there man so uh shadow the darkness.net craig amen well coach in, until we come to uh, as a society in a world that realized that the physical realm is the subset of the spiritual realm. Amen. Focus on the spiritual realm. But I can tell, I can guarantee you one thing that's not going on in the schools of America. A talk to children saying, this man will stand in front of Jesus Christ for what he did. And that he thinks that by putting that bullet through his head, that he will not stand accountable for the sins that he just committed of innocent blood and will be in the torments of hell for eternity. Mm. That discussion is not going on in the school. But that discussion would have gone in that school 70 years ago. Yeah, it would have. It would have. It it would have been unthinkable. Remember when Richard Speck, anybody remember that name? Richard Speck. Wasn't that the guy? What was the name of the guy, Chad? He got up at the Texas Tower and shot people from the Texas Tower. Killed like six. Well, starts with the W. Anyway, those were things were unheard of. They were unheard of. Now we got Mockingbird going on. Now Stephanie, help me out here. Stephanie, isn't it first above, then beneath? Isn't that isn't that the isn't that the devil mantra? First above, then beneath, something like that. They say as above, so below. They open as up above, all so of their ceremonies. All of their rituals, all of their private things, they open and close their sacred circles with that, yes. So, Stephanie, would that bring us back to where we started about all those Bible verses we were reading where the Lord's telling us that we're in a war? We've got to do this, 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 because we're in a war? Yes. And never heard any of that spoken about? And if we war at all, come on, I'm just telling you the truth. You, you, and more 24-7, they don't take breaks. You don't get yeah. a minute. You don't get a vacation. The dark side knows this, and they wait, and they, they purposely do things and set traps for us to make us weak, to get us distracted, so then they can attack from all directions, and they know this. So, Stephanie, my, my wife came home the other day, and uh, maybe it's been a week ago big pile of dishes. She left a big pile of dishes. 
And I was sitting on the couch doing whatever I was doing on the couch. And Charles Whitman, thanks, Chad. I was sitting on the couch doing whatever I do, and I thought, ah, I guess I'll do the dishes. And I got up and went over and did the dishes. Put them, you know, you know, yeah, I do dishes. I did the dishes. Put the dishes away. And she comes walking in the door about 15 minutes later, walks in. The first thing she looks at are the dishes. She looked at me. She says, you're speaking my love language. Now, are we speaking the Lord's love language? Does the Lord really want you charismaniacs to get out there and get your flags and dance around the front of the church and get up there to, oh, jabber tongues. I'm not making fun of tongues. Jabber and tongues and, oh, the great music, and I feel so good, and then walk out and drive past the Planned Parenthood on the way home. Drive by the public school on the way home where they're teaching doctrines of demons to your children. Is that honoring the Lord? Is that the Lord's love language? Or is the Lord's love language doing dishes? Dale. Yeah, Coach, much to say on this. You know, we posted the pictures. We got those early. And, man, Facebook is moving them and removing them like hot potatoes. You know, the second thing is, and I I don't negate, but, you know, the first thing that enters into my mind, and I'm still, man, I still weigh this out. Did this really happen, or was this another Sandy Hook stage? Yeah, right, right. It looks just like it, doesn't it? Same thing. Uh, Well, Coach, here are the things that stood out to me as uh, observing, is I didn't see any parents and cops or people or teachers breaking down and crying around a scene where all these shootings happen. Third point, real quick, that's just the seat in the mind. And it's sad that we have to question that. Did this really happen? So then the third thing is we can send billions and billions of dollars to for fighting a war over there and make sure teachers get raises. Yet one guard at a school door with a gun seeing that dude coming or it, whatever you want to call it, coming at that school, he'd have been dropped at the gate. But no, we can't do that. We don't want to fund having actual security and I'm not talking about some pansy mansy police officer eating a donut. I'm talking about an ex-military guy that would cap that guy the second he walked up towards that school with a gun and a rifle. By the way, Dale, did you did you know that? They- Come on, we're sending our children to these schools because they're Christians and they'll minister to those people there. That's hogwash. Get your doggone kids out of the public. Amen. Do you guys do you guys know that the, the, the amen. The shooter was killed by a trained sharpshooter sniper. Did you guys know that? Did you know that? He barricaded himself into a room and some sharpshooter took him out. Wow, 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 wow. Myra. Yes, Coach. I want to remind us that we have the Christian Revolution call every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m., with Ohio Brett, and uh, one of the verses read um, is the one about praising the Lord Jesus. I want to read it. Psalm 156, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, hang on a minute, Myra. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, Myra. Hang on a minute. I can run around praising the Lord all I want to, but if that ain't his love language, if his love language is obedience, huh? 
That, that's praising the Lord. See, you praise yeah. the Lord with your actions, friends, not yeah. just your mouth. Uh, you praise him with both of them. But you, if you yeah. think the Lord's happy with you because you're going around saying, praise the Lord and not doing a damn thing against the darkness ravaging God's people, dude, you are badly, badly deceived. Badly. Amen. Come on in, Mark. Yeah, yesterday or day before, you played that Bill Maher clip. Yeah. What, didn't you find something odd about that? The media chose to allow him to publish all of that funny stuff about what? LGBT coach. Uh-huh. Now, now you got a shooting with who's the bad guy? The LGBT guy. Is there something being publicized to denigrate hmm. a movement? Oh, Are they oh, now on the out? Oh, so if you oh. hear what Dale said, it was staged. Now you got Bill Maher publicizing it. Ha, ha, ha. Who better to front than the, uh, you know, I'm saying this stuff don't fit, coach. You got to look at it. Uh-huh. So now why would, say that's true, why would they be denigrating the LGBT movement? How is that a threat to Satan? That's what we got to figure out because now they're moving forward with denigrating those people by publicizing their wrongdoing. Wow, Mark, that's a good good catch right there. Where's that go? Where's it go from here? You can draw a line and you're going to see more. Okay, that's how we do it. Amen. Amen. Let me me hang on. Just got a message here real quickly. Our friend Steve Deck, I'm not saying where. Steve Deck is right now uh, staking. He is staking a property right now. I'm not going to tell you what it is because we don't want them to know what's going on. So uh, It's a coach. Uh, I staked it, joined the jams, salted everything at the courthouse. Everything went well. Got in like stealth. As I approached driving in, uh, I'm in the mountains, but I was in the, in the courthouse is in the valley. There was this amazing fog over it. And, uh, you know, I was like, the Lord's angels over the place, Lord. And so, I just uh, I prayed and anointed everything. The door jams. I was sitting in front of the doors of the courthouse, and our court is at ten o'clock. And this mm-hmm. CYS is one wicked institution. They're trying to. Amen. Amen. They won't recognize a Christian psychiatrist that that's been working with with, with Emmy and uh, yeah, yeah, that's not what And uh, so uh, the pastor's coming today, and uh, we're going to break the backs of CYS today. In so, the, Steve, you've been out praising the Lord this morning then, haven't you? Yeah, I, I was going to stake this a couple of days ago. And I said, there's no need to because uh, I'm going to be sitting in the courthouse. But this case is, is uh, you're not allowed to sit in family court. And uh, this is a criminal case, but it falls into both categories. So we don't know. But uh, the, mission, the mission's been accomplished up for the land. I reclaim it in the Lord's Amen. name. And... Uh, you know, and uh, she's going to have victory, and and uh, it's going to be good. You anybody know? else tired? Anybody else tired of the secularists making the rules for us? Anybody else tired of it? I'm kind. Of, I think. I Amen. think if we stood up and pushed back, that'd be praising the Lord. That's what I think. Amen. Dancing this kingdom would be. That'd be praising the Lord. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, uh, with what uh, Mark said, um, they kind of. Pushing that narrative with monkeypox, with bathhouses and uh, gay yep, sex yep. kind of thing, kind of see where this uh, narrative's going. 
Um, I think what they do is they kind of build up our anger about all this stuff, and then they incite uh, violence. Incite violence. See, they're they're setting up for violence after the Supreme Court decision comes down. See, they have violence on both. They wanted so much for this guy to be a be a righty. They wanted another Kyle Rittenhouse, but they they didn't get themselves one. And I got I got listen. I got a couple minutes left. Uh, Jeff, come on in, and then uh, Spencer, get ready to play uh, uh, number seven. Go ahead, Jeff. Coach, you just mentioned the Christians driving right by them schools. After a whole year of school board meetings, if you, if they would actually go in and listen to this social emotional learning, psychiatrists they're hiring, all the cisgender, pen gender stuff, the crap, and look at these young kids at eighteen years old. It's no wonder their minds are whacked. It is. Jeff, you got, and you got Jeff. You got two pastors in, in Mount Vernon to get it. Two, look, yeah. appears to be two, two pastors, right? Well, trust me, I'm going to make a sign for this Saturday. It's going to call it to pastors. I hope they pull over and ask me what my problem is. Just pull over. Still, they'll be in a stupor, as Glenn told us. They'll be in a yeah. stupor. Yeah. Hey, folks, watch this. This is Russ' uh, video that Russ Dizdar made. It's two minutes and 21 seconds. This is what's coming. Black or white. Go ahead. The Black Awakening. Stephanie, uh, pull up his website real quick, if you could, Stephanie uh, uh, Spencer. Pull up shatterthedarkness.net. Stephanie just texted me and said, uh, let me find it, Steph. Uh, she said on his website there's an audio book. Down over on the left side is an Expelling the Darkness audio book. Expelling the Darkness audio book, folks. Uh, is that it? Anyway, you can find it at Shattered. It's down there. It goes along with. I recommend that one. And also his uh, Book of Acts field manual for these times. That's all down there still. Everything's still there. And strongly recommend that. You can listen to it on audio. And you can still do whatever you're doing to listen to it. And yeah. Friends, let, let me tell you something, friends. Uh, we're winning. The We're winning. The devil is enraged. He's enraged. And I hate to tell you this. Things aren't going to get better. They're not going to get better. And we're going to have to praise the Lord and stand up and fight for everything that we believe to be true and honest. We're going to have to fight for it. Because there's not one institution in America that's on our side. Half of the church, three-quarters of the church isn't even on our side. We're in the midst of 
unbelievable times. And I just say this, praise the Lord. What a time to be alive. See you tomorrow.